everyone. Welcome to what will be the first episode of the Rebooted Podcast. This is going to be a new one for me. Um, pretty much, I've decided I want to change up my format a little bit. So, basically what I'm doing, I'm going to still have the same YouTube channel, upload the same content there, but the audio is going to be uploaded as a podcast, because talking while playing video games is not always the easiest thing, and by not always, it's fucking hard to play video games and talk at the same time. So, record a bunch of footage of whatever I'm going to be talking about just beforehand, and then... I can just do all the editing on my own time, have just a podcast, and the same content being uploaded on YouTube probably a couple days later. However, the quality's gonna probably improve because I don't have to sit there and dick around with formats and editing. I can just give her. Alright, so still gonna have to do quite a bit of editing because... For this first episode, I'm playing some Crash Bandicoot. I've got my capture card back from home, so I can record the classics and actually not have to emulate any console now. So, that's going to be a lot better for my input into the game. However, the game itself doesn't really change, and the quality looks kind of ass, because this is currently on a PS1. And the PS1 is loud, and it is warm, and it outputs in like 280p. But whatever. Um, Alright, so we're going to save here. For those of you listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, no idea what just happened. Um, But, let's talk a little bit about some Crash Bandicoot. So... Crash Bandicoot is probably one of my favorite game series. I've got a couple. Um, I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite, because I don't really know what my all-time favorite video game is. It's very hard to pin that down, because it changes based on how I'm feeling in that moment. I guess that goes for a lot of people. It's not just me. I'm not alone on that, I hope. Um, But the actual... I love... Crash Bandicoot, just the platforming action, the colors, the music, it all just kind of blends together and creates a really nice atmosphere. The thing with the first Crash Bandicoot, which is the one I'm playing through right now, is Naughty Dog... This game really didn't age well, I guess. The platforming is clearly built by someone who's never played a platformer or doesn't really understand 3D platformers. 3D platformers when this game came out were kind of in that stage where it's either a game like Mario 64 or a game like Bubsy 3D. And nobody likes Bubsy 3D. So the jumps, a lot of them are, they feel like they're designed by a programmer. Um, Just in their preciseness. There's a level in here, it's the boulder rolling one where you have to run away from the boulder 
you can tell that that's done by a programmer because if you miss just a little bit it's so precise that you'll die so fast and it's so aggravating that's something that i hope in the uh insanity trilogy hope that's fixed because trying to play this game it's pretty rough sometimes and it's something that they did get right in crash 2 and 3 the engine's just so much better and it feels a lot tighter jumps don't feel unforgiving anymore and they just kind of nailed it one year later and they nailed the format you can't really go wrong with that now one of the other things that i wanted to touch on is just the remaster itself for crash it's really i don't know from the footage i've seen so far it's really disappointing um not because they're doing anything wrong it just it still doesn't have that crash feel it feels like someone tried to remake it and it re it's really unfortunate because oh well shit i fell down a hole but it had a lot of potential and i feel like they're trying to make it into their own thing which isn't bad i'm sure they'll do a good job with it it just it doesn't have that same sort of energy that this like the originals did it just feels sort of everything's washed out or held back the thing with the original trilogy is Naughty Dog really just wanted to make a fun game I mean you look at the object names for half the stuff in here and it's all like object motherfucker and just stupid shit and it's you can just tell in the charm of the game that they really liked programming this and just making it. This was their baby. But then you get something like the remasters that feel like they're just done in Unity and shit out in five minutes. It's sad. It is. It does me a sad. Alrighty. Now, from what I have seen so far of Crash 2 looks like it's going to be pretty fun the thing with crash 2 is my standards for that game were so high because that was the first crash game i played so it's kind of my baby i know too much about that game and i have way too much fun playing it whereas crash 1 was actually the one that i played last so i really have just really low expectations for this game because it's a miserable experience half the time to play anyway. Everything's way too precise and just doesn't feel good to play. <clears throat> Ugh. And it's just weird. I mean, there's that whole Tana, the hell, Crash's girlfriend, who never gets brought up in the series again. It's weird. It's really weird. But... I don't know, it's it's cool to see an old PlayStation icon come back like this, because when they brought back Spyro, it, it, he looked like a smashed pug, and it just, you could tell Activision just wanted him dead. And it's sad, because Spyro's another one of my favorites, and I've given up on Spyro at this point. Um, let's just touch some more on the podcast. Um... 
So it's it's still going to have pretty well the same format as the YouTube show. Uh, seeing as how the audio content for both will be exactly the same. Um, however, with the podcast, I am occasionally going to have some guests to speak about whatever it is that they want to. So it'll be their episode. They can talk about whatever they want. And we'll just have some fun. It's not just going to be gaming at this point anymore. Um, Talk about movies and happenings in the world. Things that we want to bitch about that we don't get to normally. So we're going to have some fun on this podcast. Episodes probably won't be too long. Uh, Generally, I do recording in one-hour bursts. So, probably one hour podcast, probably less sometimes. Oh shit, I got rolled over by a boulder. Um, Probably less. Not everybody wants to sit down for an hour and just talk about something. But if it's a pretty big issue, it'll probably be a pretty long episode. Um, The good thing with this podcast is iTunes also allows for video podcasts. So I could upload special video episodes where I'm doing filming in the background or something nifty. I'm going to get fucked by a boulder in a second. Oh god, I made it. But uh, yeah, just talking about stuff that interests me, interests the people that are on the show. Uh, I've got an episode coming up soon with my brother, and I think that's going to be pretty cool to talk about life, the universe, and probably everything, um, to see what things are doing, um, but yeah, this is, it's gonna be a good podcast, in my mind anyway, it'll be good for me, um, the whole point of the YouTube channel was to be able to do something creative, and just being able to do some editing work, and have some fun playing video games, talking about video games, um, that's all I really need. That'll make it a good podcast to me, and that's what I care about, making some quality content that I enjoy, something that I would want to watch uh, or listen to in this case, but that's that's what I've always wanted to do, be a content creator, do some fancy editing work. So, we've got some good stuff planned, got some special moments that I already want to do, but it's going to take some work. It's nothing that's going to be overnight, unfortunately. If I could be an overnight sensation, that'd be pretty cool, but not everybody gets that. That's one thing. Ooh, one other thing I wanted to talk about. Prey. I had some really high hopes for that game, and then... Ah, I just, I watched a couple of playthroughs of it and really was disappointed with what I saw of the story. Like, I don't know how many, spoiler alert, uh, there's apparently multiple endings. I've only seen one in two different playthroughs, and it's so, oh, it's so dry. Um, this is your spoiler alert. Probably only going to talk about this for a couple of seconds, but... Here's your chance. I'll put a notification up on YouTube of when you can click. Um, Yeah, the ending that I saw was so... It felt 
lackluster than last minute. Um, basically, the main character, Morgan, f- just decides to, or I guess not decides, chooses to blow up Talos 1 and just does it. And then that's the end of the game. It doesn't tell you what happened or why Morgan would want to do that. I mean, it's explained throughout the gameplay, but it's so vague and boring. Like, the ending was truly boring. I was watching it, and I was just bored the entire time. And that's not what you want from a video game. You don't want to sit there and be like, wow, I just wasted hours of my time. Not to mention the amount of money you pay for it. I mean, that game's $79 in Canada. So, I mean, you're going to end up paying a lot of money for a game that is super boring. <laughs> the gameplay itself is all right. I mean... It's standard shoot 'em up. You just run around. the The main appeal of it is you never know when the bad guys will be there because it's random. So the bad guys or the mimics take over just any random piece of the environment, and then they'll sneak up on you and get you. That sounds really cool on paper, but when you actually watch one of the playthroughs. You can just tell because things are just not in the right spot or it's just really weird placement. And I don't know. Every time that a mimic came up in the stream that I was watching, it was like, yeah, that's probably where one would be. It, it makes sense. I don't know. I was really looking forward to that game and it's kind of let me down. But that's been a lot of games in the past little bit. I mean, we we won't get started on Mass Effect Andromeda or Mass Dumpster Fire because that was just, that's sad. That should not be happening to a next generation production of that amount. Like, that had so much money behind it. It just, ah. I'm still surprised. Some of the reviews that I've seen for it online, I'm like, yeah, no. I've played it. I've played it all the way, and... Oh, God. It hurts to look at. That's how painful it is. And I know people will say, yeah, it's got charm. It's If you like Mass Effect, you'll love this. No. No, you you won't, because you'll just be disappointed. It's Mass Effect 3 all over again, just with really shitty animations. And that's kind of not what I expected from a company like BioWare, where you've got Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, and the the quality of that is just fantastic. I mean, for today, it was really good. And then you got this, where it's like they relied on a Microsoft Kinect to get all their motion capture. And that's just... No. I'm really... I can't get behind that. It's just... Games cost way too much money for a company not to playtest them with competent people. I don't know if the game was playtested or beta-tested or who looked at it, but it's not finished. The game's just... They got to a certain point and they're like, yeah, you know what? There's no games coming out this quarter... We're gonna have, we gotta ship it now. 
my favorite joke is for Sonic 06. It's like, all right, we're going to make a Sonic game. It's going to be for the Xbox 360. Great. It ships tomorrow. What we just we just decided it was going to be Sonic. It ships tomorrow. But we don't have the game. Well, we've already got the boxes made. You better make a game. And it's just like there's the gif of SpongeBob's brain where they're burning all the files and ah, that's my favorite favorite meme that I saw for that game. Is good. Yeah, that's probably uh probably where I'll end this podcast off. I'm currently on Hog Wild on Crash Bandicoot One. What are you gonna do to that pig, Crash? Ah, oh, I missed a box. Well. Now we can all be disappointed in me. Those of you watching on YouTube, just, yeah, just be sad. It's sad that I'm going to miss one box in this entire level. This is, I don't know if they've released a trailer for this, for the Insanity Collection, but I'd be really interested to see how this looks. I've missed three boxes, and I'm disappointed. Oh, shit, I died. I got so many lives right now, holy shit. 30 lives. I'm going to need them later on, that's for sure. This game gets frustratingly hard later on. Levels that are just terrible bad. But I mean, that's to be expected with a game like this, where you basically take the 2D platformer element, and oh wow, okay. Yeah, you take that 2D platforming element and try and incorporate it in a 3D world. It doesn't really translate very well. But, like I said, they nailed it with... Wow. They nailed it with Crash 2. That game is just beautiful. And then they went and sold all the rights. Oh my god. They sold all the rights. And then Crash died. And he got tribal tattoos. Poor Crash. Never understood the Crash with tribal tattoos... It's just kind of off-putting, because Crash doesn't need tattoos. Who gives a bandicoot a tattoo? I sure wouldn't. Alright, that's it for me. I'm gonna throw this together and get it on the internet. Uh, In the future, podcasts will be uploaded to iTunes three days earlier than they will be on YouTube because the footage that will be in the background might not be recorded or relevant to what I'm talking about. This is going to be dropped in the background. Today I talked about Crash and we're playing some Crash because I wanted to, but that's not always going to be the case. But one one episode a week for podcast, one episode maybe more for YouTube because it's still a gaming channel and I don't want to stop. So, thank you very much for listening, slash watching, slash streaming it to your eyeballs. I'll catch you next time when I strangle a wombat. Willie the Wombat.